Today's episode of the podcast is kind of a hard one. We had to say goodbye to one of our dogs, to Kila, this week. She was my first dog, my first baby. And uh, I'm going to miss her so, so much. There's been so much life and so much death over the past couple of months. And I feel both heartbroken and grateful all at the same time. And it's also so beautiful and strange how almost exactly a month after I gave birth to our baby boy, we said goodbye to Keela in the exact same place. Life is really beautiful and strange. So you might need some tissues for this episode. I know I did. Sometimes in life, skepticism can serve you well. It can save you money, keep you from wasting a day at a timeshare presentation, and help you avoid spreading gossip. To be honest, when I am faced with a new scenario, I usually tend to be a skeptic until something proves me wrong. And if you're like me, you can probably spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away and read labels like it's your job. That's where Ritual comes in. They know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds your standards. Their clinically backed Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin has high quality, traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Take two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption and you'll get nine key nutrients. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. On top of that, Ritual multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified B Corp and made traceable. I take my vitamins every morning with breakfast. It's part of my daily ritual and I feel so good doing it. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash yoga girl. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash yoga girl for 25% off. Let's dive in. Hi everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Maybe you can hear on the sound of my voice. I'm sure you can. I'm trying to do my best to start off the show and have a good little intro here, but I am speaking to you from just a very, very, very hard day today. And also sort of processing this hard day together with you in real time. I don't know. I feel like when when big things come our way, or at least for me, normally I I have some time to process and digest. And then eventually I come here on the show and I talk to you about it. But today really is um, as close to real time really as we can as we can get. So we lost our dog this morning. Um, our little Kila, my first dog, and um, man, this year, I feel like this whole year, all we've talked about on this podcast is death and birth, and death and birth, and death and birth. It's, we have had so much 
loss this year and so much life this year. It almost feels unreal. You know, it just, we're, we're barely halfway through 2023 and this year we've lost Laika, um, our other dog. We lost Dennis's little sister, Liefe. Finn was born. And uh, this morning, Keela passed away. <laughs> and yeah, I want to say I'm going to try to hold it together for this show. But if you listened to this show before, you know I am generally very bad at keeping it together. <laughs> but yeah, our little Keela. And it's it's so... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really feel like this, her passing is so strange and it's beautiful in a way and very very hard in a way when Laika passed away we had so much time dealing with her being ill dealing with her in pain we had so we had almost yeah we had over a year really of navigating her arthritis and her the pain she had in her hips and trying to figure things out and changing medication and going to the vet all the time. And we even had several vets tell us, okay, it's time now. And then all of a sudden she perked up and she started doing amazing again. And we couldn't believe we had even talked about putting her down. You know, we really had these peaks and valleys with her for a very long time and a long time to wrap our heads around the fact that she might be passing soon and to talk to Leia about that. And uh, in a way, you know, we kind of started the year in that way, talking about death a lot. And then we had at the same time, we had a, a year, but a very different experience, of course, of moving through cancer together with Dennis's little sister. And just being very close to that knowing, of course, you know, praying and hoping and I think in a way, keeping our eyes closed to even the possibility that maybe his little sister would pass. I know for me, I, it wasn't until the very, very, very end that I allowed myself to open up to the mere, you know, thought that that might happen. I think I was in denial. I think we were all in denial for most of the year, to be honest. And then all of a sudden, it really was happening, you know. And walking so closely with someone who is, you know, moving through a terminal illness, it's a, it's a journey in and of itself. And just how much, how much time we've spent the past year talking about the possibility of death and moving through death, and saying goodbye, and so much time spent talking to Leia about the other side, what happens on the other side, and it's so, yeah, it's it's so bizarre, because when, when Dennis's, when Leva passed away, Dennis's little sister passed, she passed in April, and we were there with her for her last the last weeks, you know, and, and she got to meet Finn, but in my womb, you know, we, I really feel like they had that moment to really connect, which was so beautiful. 
And we were at that time somehow, you know, talking so much about endings and goodbyes and, and at the same time planning for this big hello and planning for this new arrival of a new family member. And it's just, it was so contrasting to, yeah, to move through that at the same time. And this week we have Dennis's dad and stepmom and little brother. They're here in Sweden visiting us, which is the, it's been so beautiful. It's been such a beautiful week and also very strange. It's the first time ever in my life, in, our, in anyone's life, that they're, you know, here, the three of them instead of the four of them. And of course, all week, you know, in everything we do, um, there's a person missing. And we're kind of moving through the strangeness of these, you know, this time where we want to talk about her all the time, but it's also really hard to talk about her all the time. It's very strange to not talk about her all the time because she's so present. But it's also moving through grief, you know, in that way where it's hard to find the right thing to say, you know. And sometimes it's good to have a little bit of relief and focus on something else and you know, in all of our days, Leia and Finn, of course, they're kind of in the center as, as kids. And Leia is, I think, a really good distraction for everyone. Not distraction, but she brings a lot of life and a lot of play and a lot of, you know, it's 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 something really to focus on. And of course, Finn in the middle of it all. But it's been so, yeah, just like a very intense week of, of again, really feeling close to death and feeling missing Dennis's sister and thinking about her every moment of the day and just the strangeness of this whole year. And uh, Keila, you know, she's been, it's, it's so funny, anyone who, who ever met her in Sweden, everyone was always so mesmerized by her youthfulness. Like she's been so, we've, we've been joking about it for since we moved to Sweden, that, that Keila is like Benjamin buttoning her way through life. That every month she feels younger. She looks like she has more energy. She's running more. She's so happy. She's been really, she's had, she, her personality in the past couple of years, really since we moved to Sweden, has really blossomed in a way that it's hard to explain. Like she's so, she's been so funny and so precious, you know. <laughs> and since Laika passed, I mean, it's just her and Ringo around, also the dynamic changed in the house. And we've been kind of feeding them from the table a little bit more. I mean, she's really been enjoying a lot of, <laughs> enjoying a lot of food over the past couple of months in a way that she hasn't before. And she really was one of those dogs that, yeah, just very, very food centered. I mean, most dogs are, but not all dogs, but she's the kind of dog where probably she could have eaten herself to death if you would have let her. Like she was constantly at the side of the table, constantly just like, you know, looking at you like, come on, <laughs> just give me a little scrap, like give me a little piece. And since we moved to Sweden, I think she's, she's kind of, she was always a little bit heavier, not heavy, like big huge dog but she has big thick black fur and I think living in Costa Rica living in Aruba she was always just so hot I think she was it's just miserable in the heat she always wanted to be inside in the AC 
And then we moved to Sweden and she had her first season of snow and cold. And I mean, you've never seen a happier dog in your life. Just the transition for her into the cold was amazing. And it's kind of like the colder it was, the happier she became. And she really has been feeling so young and been so healthy. She never had any health issues. She never showed any pain, even, you know, when we taken her to the vet, when we took her, I think a year ago together with Laika, the vet mentioned like, oh, you know, Keila also has a little bit, you can tell she has a bit of pain if you touch her here and her back legs, but it's normal, you know, she's old. So for the past almost year, she's been getting this shot at the vet. It's like a shot for arthritis, for the joints, it's called Liberella, and it really worked. Um, so we, we could see a while ago that she was like a year ago, she was very like kind of stiff in her back legs, the way older dogs become stiff in their joints. And then this shot that she was getting just worked amazingly. Like you could tell immediately afterwards, she was just running faster and just getting right up the f- off the floor versus taking time to lie down and stand up. And, um, all the way up until so recently, she's been doing so amazing. And I really, haven't had it even in the back of my mind. I haven't thought about it the way I thought about it all the time with Laika that, oh, Keila is going to die eventually. Like it hasn't been something we've had to think about because she hasn't been really on medication at home. She hasn't been on painkillers. She hasn't been sick. She hasn't had any symptoms other than just pure joy and happiness. And uh, when it got really hot, now when the summer started, you could tell she started slowing down. You can tell she's not as comfortable in the heat. So she just became a little slower. But I was thinking that that's because of the heat and because it's so warm. And, you know, and, and we've been talking about it so much. I can't wait for for winter season, just to, for Kila to have another winter, because it's so much fun to see her jumping and running through the snow. And so funny for a dog born in Costa Rica that lived her whole life in Aruba <laughs> to finally come to Sweden, like at the end of her life and like <laughs> really thrive in a way. Mothers deserve the absolute best. So this Mother's Day, spoil the moms in your life with little luxuries from Osea. Osea's skin and body care is the perfect way to remind all the moms, mother figures, caregivers, grandmothers, and mother-in-laws in your life to make time for themselves. If you have been looking for the perfect gift, I recommend Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil. I've been using it for years and it seems like every single time I apply it, I get compliments on my skin. This body oil is rich, but it's never greasy and it's clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. Your skin will feel more sculpted and toned and you'll be left feeling silky, soft and glowing. Another favorite of mine is the Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Ever since I've been using collagen, I have noticed a difference in my skin. In fact, it's never been better. Using Osea's body oil and lotion together is a mega moisture duo, giving you a full body glow. Osea's products are infused with their signature Andaria seaweed, but it's also clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Really just a perfect gift for yourself, the moms in your life, and even the planet. Spoil the moms in your life with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code YOGA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use the code YOGA for 10% off. And then after Finn was born, and I don't know, and I'm trying so hard to not 
beat myself up or feel guilty. But, you know, Finn was born and automatically my awareness shifted to him. Which, when I look at it, like there's no possible way that wouldn't have been the case. Like there's literally, yeah, there's no other option. But sitting with it now, I'm like, oh, the past couple of weeks, like, did I pay enough attention to her? Was she showing signs of worsening, of being in more pain? Like, should I have, could I have noticed something earlier? And yeah, maybe if I hadn't just given birth and wasn't nursing and holding a newborn 24-7, maybe I would have noticed something bigger. But also, you know, Dennis is here and we have family and we have friends who are here every day all the time who love Keila and everyone could kind of agree like, yeah, she's moving a little slower, but she wasn't showing any major symptoms of anything being wrong. And I think about, yeah, 10 days ago or so, it's really recent, we started noticing a shift in her just in that her back legs looked really, really stiff. And all of a sudden for her to get up from lying down really took time. And I started noticing just a shift in her look, you know, that kind of mega energized, like in your face, waking up, jumping up and down. Like she's always been so energized and funny and active and just her personality shining through her eyes. Like she had a zest for life. And I just started noticing her eyes are a little bit, like a little bit dull. Like she doesn't have that spark in her eye. And I chalked it up to, okay, she she looks like she's in pain now. We need to go to the vet. She was due her monthly shot kind of anyway. So we thought, okay, maybe it's time for her to get on some kind of pain medication. The way Laika was on pain medication for her last year of her life. It's not strange for an older dog to be on some sort of pain meds. So we took her to the vet. She was there five days ago. Yeah. Like from noticing that she was in pain, a few days later, we, we we got the appointment at the vet and we went, she was there five days ago and they checked everything, right? Her kidneys were fine. They did all the blood sample, like the blood test, the full blood panel, nothing out of the ordinary. They said she was a little bit low on iron and that could be a lot of reasons why. So we just decided to start giving her even more like meat and food, like raw and fresh food, not just dog food, you know, from home and um, some organ meats and things. But the vet wasn't worried at all. Um, like internal organs are fine. Like she does have a few new lumps, like how, you know, how older dogs get little, like little, like lipomas they can be, but they can also be like little tumors it's hard to know when she had a few small like new ones and the vet was like well unless they are really growing or changing in how they feel at 14 and a half years old we normally don't go in for like an invasive you know for a surgery or a biopsy or something to check every single little lump only if there's a really worrisome one and these ones weren't really and um, they just said like you can tell like she's in pain so we're going to put her on these two this combination of pain medication one is for the like nerve pain and one is for just muscle like an anti-inflammatory kind of pill and uh, we started her on that right away and I don't know if the pain meds made her feel so much worse or what happened or if it would just would have happened anyway but she started on those pain meds five days ago and immediately got so much worse. 
And yeah, to the point of where we yesterday said, okay, like, let's not, let's stop these, this medication like this. Yeah, she had only a few days on them, but she just seemed very tired, very slow. And oh yeah, and she had a seizure. I think that was the day that we had gone to the vet. It was like right at that same time. Um, we were coming up from the water, like we, uh, the lake is, it's a couple hundred meters from our house, like 200 meters from our house. And Kila came down to the lake. She kind of chooses these days if she wants to come or not. Like normally she's running and walking, going everywhere. But just the past few weeks, we've noticed she stays closer to the house. She doesn't want to go on any big walks or anything anymore. And she came down to the lake and she was so, I, I even have a video of it because she was acting so beautifully strange. I was sitting in the shade nursing the baby and my friend Michaela and Leia were right at the end of the dock and Keila doesn't like the dock. Since we've lived here, we've lived here for seven months, she's never really ventured out onto the dock. The dock is really unsteady. It's like a floating dock and I think she just didn't feel safe and steady out there. And she hasn't really wanted to swim at all being in Sweden. Like she'll kind of walk down into the water, dip a paw and then go back up. Like she doesn't, she's not a swimming dog or anything. And that day we were just down by the water and all of a sudden she comes down. Like she just ventured down on her own and she walks out onto the dock all the way out to the end, which I'd never seen her do. And just stood there looking out at the lake just like looking out at the horizon kind of for the longest time. And it was so like, she was so determined and she didn't go down there to engage with Leia or she wasn't interacting with anyone. She just like walked all the way out to the water and right on the very edge, she just stood there and she was looking out. And it was so beautiful just how there was something about her energy as she walked down there that made me to pick up my phone and just, just film it. And I was looking at that video a couple of days ago, like, whoa, like, what, what, what is he doing here? It was just kind of weird behavior for her. And then when she was, when we were all walking back up from the water, I could tell like she had a stumble on the way up, just like a little stumble in her back leg. And I went, oh no, okay, okay. No more walking down to the water. You know, she can't go for these walks anymore. We have to really, oof, we have to, you know, let's hope these pain meds are going to work and and then as we got back to the house, she had a seizure. And Laika had a really similar seizure right at the end of her time. It was like her last walk that we went to. All of a sudden, her back legs gave out and she started seizing. And this happened with Keila. And I just ran over. Like I, I was holding the baby. I just kind of gave the baby to whoever was closest, which I think was my dad's wife. <laughs> like... You know, we haven't really been handing off the baby to people. It's just me and Dennis are mostly the ones really holding it and being with him. And I just kind of threw him <laughs> to her and uh, threw myself on the ground and just like pulled her into my lap. And she was just like, her back legs were shaking. It was really, really scary. And we went back to the vet and yeah, it, it was like they, they can't, <laughs> I mean, when the seizure's over and then she could stand back up. And they couldn't tell, like, was that because of pain? Does she have some sort of nerve condition? Is there something more serious? Like, we don't know. So the whole, like, agenda, the idea was just, let's see if these pain meds work. And we hope that the thing that's wrong and why she's lost this kind of zest in her, 
in her energy, why she's lost that sparkle in her eye, that it's because she's in pain. And if the pain meds work and the pain goes away, then we could have, just like Laika, like she could have another year. She's, she's going to go back into that upswing, just like Laika did, and she'll have a good few months, you know. And then I, I was just really expecting like, okay, we're navigating her last year now. And it's hard. Being with a dog, being with anyone at the end of their life, life is hard. And scary at times and then really beautiful at times and stressful at times and and I was just really ready for that kind of long haul with her because this was her first sign of anything and and then you know we put her on those meds and it didn't seem like it was working at all I feel like they made her dizzy yeah I just noticed like no they were just making her worse so last night no the day before yesterday all of a sudden Dennis comes up and he's like, hey, have you seen Kila like down by the lake lately? And I'm like, no, she was like a week ago there once and she just walked out onto the dock. It was really strange. And he said, yeah, I was down there with my dad, just them, like down by the water, me and Leia and Finn, everyone was up in the house. Like Kila has no reason to go down there, especially now that she seems to be in so much pain that she's not in a good place, right? Because it's it's a far, it's kind of a long walk if you're in pain. He said, all of a sudden, Kila just shows up. She didn't go into the house. She didn't greet anybody. She didn't come to see us. It was like she was on her own, walking all the way down to the water. And then she just walked all the way out onto the dock to the end, up until the edge of the dock. And she just stood there staring out at the lake for the longest time. I've never seen her do that. It was so strange, like really bizarre like like she's thinking about like almost like she was going to jump from the dock and I was like well that exact thing happened a week ago and then it said he just had this very strange feeling I don't know it was almost like the feeling like like someone who's at the end of their life and they're just contemplating should I just swim out into the lake and let go you know I don't know what she was thinking or what was kind of moving through her little body but yeah, it was really something. And then Dennis said she walked, we have like a little like mini beach next to the dock that she walked there. And then she walked out into the water all the way up to her neck and just stood there. <sighs> yeah. So I think she knew, I think she knew already then, like already before she had that first seizure, like from the day that she walked onto the dock the first time, I think she knew like this is her her final days. And I think she was contemplating, like I wonder what the best, what the next thing is, you know? What comes after this? I don't know. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yesterday, my we didn't give her meds yesterday. And I thought, okay, let's just see if she feels better, if she gets more energy, if she seems less dizzy. And my brother came by yesterday because he's leaving for California. He left this morning. And he wanted to say bye and he was borrowing a suitcase. And then he sat down with Keila and he stood up and he just had tears in her eyes. And he said, I think, I think I'm saying goodbye now. And I was like, no, 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 
no, I mean, I know she's tired and I can tell something's up, but you know, it's going to turn. It's going to turn. He's only gone two weeks. I'm like, she's not going to die within two weeks. No way. No way. And he really said like, uh, he sat with her for a long time. And, uh, and I said, no, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm not ready for that at all. Like, no, it's going to be like with like, like she's, she's in a low now and it's going to turn. And he kind of smiled at me like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it will turn, but I could tell like he, no, you know, for him, it was really obvious that this, yeah, that the end was really close. And, uh, last night, um, she went out onto the lawn, you know, she did her business. She was kind of, but she was looking a little wobbly and, we went back inside for the past, yeah, two weeks. We've been carrying her up and down the stairs or for the past, yeah, since, yeah, since this started because she sleeps up here with us. I don't, I don't want to leave her downstairs alone. And she knows, she just waits at the bottom of the stairs. She knows not to walk the stairs. Dennis has been lifting her up and down. Last night, we had a really hard night with the baby. He hasn't pooped for three days. He's normally, since he was born, he poops every day like clockwork um, pretty much at the same time of day and now he just hasn't pooped for three days so he has a lot of tummy ache and I don't know what's going on um but we had a really tough night like one of our first tough nights really with him where he was crying a lot really really sad just yeah with aches and didn't want to sleep and we had one of those evenings where like we're just so absorbed in him right because yeah we have a screaming baby like what else can you do and then when it was time to like really try to go to bed, I realized, oh shit, we didn't lift Keela up. And uh, Dennis went down to get her. She was lying in her bed and he was like, she wasn't standing at the bottom of the stairs. Like she wasn't waiting to go up. Normally she kind of lets us know, like I want to go up now. And she didn't. And I had that feeling. I'm like, that's weird. It's weird that she didn't like ask to go up, that she didn't, you know. But then I thought maybe we missed it because Finn was crying and we didn't hear but now I don't think so. I think she just didn't even have the energy to walk to the stairs, you know. And uh, we all go to bed. I wake up at night a couple times because I hear her pacing. Like I hear her walking like tip, 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 tip across the room and then back. And then she kind of walked to the door and she does that a lot. Like she, that's not very strange for her, just the pacing. But there was something about it that just, I didn't feel, that something didn't feel right. So I woke Dennis up and I said, hey, I think Eli really needs to go to the bathroom. Could you lift her down? So he did. And then, yeah, she didn't want to pee. Nothing happened. And then he lifted her back up and I could just hear her breathing was heavy, just like heavy breath. And then the baby woke up and then, you know, we had like an hour of just shuffling and I'm just kind of thinking of Keila, but, you know, yeah, like it's four or five in the morning. We doze off a little bit. And I wake up with this like, just this like feeling like tightening across my chest. And I hear Keela and, and, and she's struggling to breathe. And it wasn't just like her breath is heavy, like she's tired. It was like she's struggling to breathe. And I give Dennis the baby and I get up and I sit with her and she's just panting. And our, our first dog, um, our first dog together. So Keila is my first dog ever, <laughs> but Dennis and I have a, we always call him our first dog because he died first. 
but we lost a dog almost 10 years ago now no more yeah no 10 years ago <sighs> wow time really flies pepper and um he died because he got tick disease. Yeah, it's like a disease that's really common in Aruba. And we didn't know he was sick until the very, very end. He showed no symptoms, no signs. It was a little bit similar to this. But then all of a sudden, it was really overnight. Yeah, it was the biggest shock of my life. He just died and he died like that. I woke up in the morning and he couldn't breathe. And we had a blood transfusion planned for him that day. We had so many, you know, I was really... Yeah, we the vet hadn't even really said like he he might die. Like we, I didn't know I was not even there at all. And I woke up in the morning and he couldn't breathe. And we just threw ourselves in the car. I was in the back of the car holding him in my arms while he was just panting, trying to breathe. His eyes just like wide open. It was so traumatic. We get to the vet and it was within a minute. You know they were putting him down just to end his suffering. Like it was really shock. Um. And this was kind of similar to that, except it didn't feel, I don't know, there was less panic. I don't know. I feel like she was panting. She had a hard time breathing. And I just knew it's just, okay, like this is happening today. It's going to happen today. Like her body is, is giving up. It's not going to be two weeks or waiting till the next thing. You know, it's it's really happening now. And it was like five in the morning or something. Um, there's no vet for me to call. There is an emergency vet really far away. It's like a long drive away. And I didn't know what to do. Like, do I say goodbye to her here in no time? And then Dennis drives far away to go to this emergency vet. Like, And then he says goodbye to her on her own. Like it, it not, nothing made sense. And then I thought, okay, well, maybe we can get an appointment at the vet like as soon as they open, they open at eight, we can drive here to the local vet or maybe they can come back. I was just trying to kind of figure things out. And then we have a really good relationship with the local vet here. He's the one who came to our house to put Leica down and it was so peaceful. He's such a nice guy. And I just texted him really early in the morning, you know, please call me when you wake up, like this is happening and, and I don't want her to suffer. And, you know, can you come? And if you can't come, can we come to you just as soon as the doors open? And this whole time she was kind of like on the floor in the bedroom, just, you know, struggling to breathe, but looking at me. And it's just, yeah, like this is, this is, it's today. And I think in my mind, I was still like, okay, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna tell Leia what's happening and we're gonna... The vet will come here at some point today, maybe in the afternoon. I don't know. Like, well, I don't know. I, I still just thought we had time. And uh, Dennis was in bed with the baby on his chest. And then I'm lying on the floor next to Keila, just kind of petting her and, you know, waiting for the vet to get back to me. Because it's also, yeah, and the longer I laid there next to her, the more obvious it was like it's not going to be later this afternoon. It's going to be like getting in the car as soon as the vet opens to go there. I think, I don't know, at some point then I, I asked Dennis, I said, could you, let's switch. Like I take the baby and you carry Keila down and we go down to the kitchen and we all can be there together with her. Like the day has started, the day is here. Maybe it wasn't fine, maybe it was more like six or six thirty. I don't know. I don't really know what time it was. 
So we go down and as we go down, the vet calls and he says, okay, I'm going to shuffle some things around. Like I had a surgery booked, but I can maybe move it. Let me get back to you. And as I'm waiting for him to get back to me, we go downstairs and I put her in, then put her in her bed and the vet calls back and he says, okay, I'm coming. Like I'll be at your house in 15 minutes. And I said, okay, I think you need to hurry. Like she's breathing really heavily. I think you need to hurry. And we hung up. He's only 15 minutes away. And I kind of sat down, like laid down in her bed with her. And I pulled her up in my lap. And you could tell she's kind of, she was trying to stand up. She was trying to move. She was trying to, and she couldn't. And I just like pulled her up into my lap and I wrapped my arms around her. And I just, I just held her there on the floor. And as soon as I did, like it really was, as soon as I did, as soon as I pulled her up in my arms, I was able to really hold her like like a baby. She she let go. Like right away her her breathing shifted. Like she stopped trying to get up. She stopped trying to, you know, that feeling of like a little bit of panic, like, oh no, you know, just went away. And she just relaxed in my arms. And she's still struggling to breathe, but it was like slower and heavier and heavier. And I'm just bawling like into her fur. And I, yeah, I just told her she's, what a good girl she is. She's been the best, the best girl. She's been such a good girl her whole life. She's been the best dog. And she really has. She's the only one of our dogs ever who's been behaved, who's been always listening, you know, who's been really, like, she's always been a good girl. I don't know, especially compared to all of our other crazy dogs that we've had. You know, Keila's always the one to to be right there, to listen, to, I don't know. We always used to say that if our dogs were, like, people, like, what would the archetype, what kind of personality would they have? And Keila would be the straight A student that sits in the front of the class with her arm up. Like, I know, I know, I know the answer. <laughs> Pick me, you know? Like she's always like doing the right thing, always correcting the other dogs. Like she was always, if all the other dogs were getting a little rowdy, especially near children, she would like step in and do a big girl bark. Like, no, you know, enough. Everybody lie down. <laughs> calm down now, you know, there's children present, like she was always so, yeah, very protective and very, she's kind of like the matriarch, like she had a very, especially in her, in her last years, like a very wise woman, like a crone energy to her, grandmother energy, but grandmother that's kind of sassy, you know, not grandmother, just like an older person, but a grandmother that still really takes care of herself and that puts on makeup in the morning and wears cute little scarves. And, you know, she had a grace and an elegance and just a properness to her. <laughs> and um, like we used to say, so we had the four dogs, you know, like I had Keela first and Dennis had Laika and then we got Pepper together and then we got Ringo. So they were the four in the pack. And we used to say that if they were all like, like high school kids, 
we would kind of like to describe their personalities. Then Kila, yeah, would be the straight A student in the front of class who knows everything, you know, always with her hand up to show how good she is. <laughs> and then Pepper would be like the doofus quarterback that's really clumsy and loud and chugs beer and just wants to like run and move and do sports and, you know, that kind of like, I don't want to use the word dud, but kind of <laughs> like, like Pepper was not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he was just so, yeah, such a doofus. So funny. So funny. And Ringo, of course, would be the, I, I mean, absolutely. He's, he would be like the Italian exchange student that smokes hand roll, hand rolled cigarettes and has like a very, very like funny looking mustache and really takes care of his of his appearance and wears tailored clothing and looks down on everyone <laughs> like very arrogant kind of prince like th that's Ringo and like uh for sure was like the cheerleader you know she was the the cheerleader kind of mean girl but with a big heart actually you know <laughs> <laughs> we had we really had these personalities like laid out for them and Keila was so good like she was just such a good girl and I just told her that you know like that's just where my mind went I always felt like like she wanted to know she was a good girl <laughs> you know and then yeah I wanted her to know that she took such good care of us even the Finn yesterday, I didn't know. I actually, I sh yeah, I didn't know at the time, but I put Finn on this little rug that we have in the living room. And she walked in and she walked all the way up to him, which she hasn't done really yet, just on her own. Like we've introduced them and I've showed her the baby, but for the first time she walked all the way up to him and she put her nose all the way in his neck and she just sniffed him. And he just stopped, like paused what he was doing. It just, oh, his eyes went really big. You know, she's a big dog to him. And she just like sniffed him, kind of like a hello. And then she lay down in the corner of the room. And I was like, oh, she's saying hi. That's so sweet. And checking in on him, you know. But now I really feel like she said it was like a goodbye. Like a hi and bye. <sighs> And yeah, so I was just there on the floor in the kitchen with her in my arms and telling her I love her and she's been such a good girl and that it's okay and everything's okay and we're okay and that she can let go and I love her and how much I've always loved her and that... You know, without her, there would be no dogs. Like, she was my first love, my first dog, my first... I was a baby when I got her. I've had her my whole entire adult life. <laughs> and as I was talking to her and just reassuring her and telling her all these things, she just took a really deep breath. And she let go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's strange because it's been, um, I'm trying to remember when I've been with someone as they on their own took their last breath because you know, when Leica died, we we had we put her down. It was together with a vet. And now, you know, the vet, he walked in five minutes later. Maybe not even five minutes. Maybe just three, two, three minutes. Like she took her last breath and then she became just very still. And I just bawled. Oh, my God. And Dennis is there, you know, with the baby and... Leia was walking in and out of the room. She was there in the beginning and she was hugging her and saying goodbye. And she's very matter of fact when it comes to death now. Like she's just, there's been so much death this year. And she is 1000% convinced, like there's no wiggle room for doubt that when you die, you, you get to the other side. That's what she calls it. And on the other side, everyone you've ever known who's died is waiting for you. So when I told her, you know, like I this morning, I said, Keila is going to die today. And she said, oh, and she'll get to be with Laika again and see Pepper and play with Hammer and Henry. And, you know, in our family, we've lost four dogs now in less than a year. They were all <laughs> the same age. So it's not so strange. I mean, Kila was 14 and a half. She's the oldest. She became the oldest of all of them. But in our family, we've lost four dogs in one year. So for Leia, it was just this like absolute unwavering knowing of like dying. Like it's hard for us here. It's sad for us because we don't get to be with them and see them anymore. But it's good for them. Oh, and Keila will run again and she will hear because she's been deaf for a long time. She'll hear again and she'll get to play with everyone and she'll get to see Pepper. It's been so long since she saw Pepper, you know, Pepper died 10 years ago. <laughs> so she's just so matter of fact, like death is not a scary, horrible thing because you get to see everyone you've ever loved. And I'm so happy she has that knowing because I don't have that knowing, right? I have that hope. I hope that's the case, but I don't know. You know, I'm an adult. I have too much too much messing with my faith, right? For her, it's just that's what she knows. And she was kind of walking in and out of the room right when we laid her down in her bed on the floor and she was trying to stand up. Things got a little bit scary. Just her eyes were very wide open. And I could tell Leia looked at me. She said, oh, um, can I go upstairs for a little bit? And I said, absolutely, you choose. Um, you can be here the whole time. You can come in and out if you want. Kind of like how when Finn was born, you know, she was floating in and out. And now Keila died and she was doing the same, just listening to her own intuition, you know, and trusting that. And then right at the very end, she came down, just at, at the, as the vet came. And um, she just hugged her and hugged me. And then she went out in the garden and she picked flowers and she put these flowers on her and really delicately. And 
name the flowers as she put them down. And yeah, my little darling. And the vet, I'm really glad he came, to be honest, because I think if, if he hadn't been able to come and Kila would have just died and we wouldn't have had any other presence there, I think I would have been very scared. I don't know. Like he came, she still had reflexes in her body moving. I could tell she was gone. Like I could really tell when she took her last breath. But then, you know, 20 seconds would pass and then her body would take a breath. Like it would look like a breath. And he came and he, he, you know, checked her heart and said, no, her heart has stopped. And, and no, no, she's absolutely gone. And what's happening now is just reflexes moving through the body. And, and he sat with us and he's such a sweet guy. And then he said, he said, in all my years as a vet, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a dog just pass on their own. And I felt so awful about that at first but it happened so fast. And now that I've kind of sat with it for a little bit, you know, it really feels like like she woke up and her body was ready to go. And it was the moment that I pulled her into my lap and that I held her that she she really let go on her own, you know. And in a way, I'm grateful that she didn't have to have a year of suffering or weeks or months of suffering. Um, that she really went from great health and that zest of life and that absolute presence that she had. And that it happened this quickly so that she she didn't have to move through that long, long, drawn out suffering the way, the way Laika did, the way our other dogs did. And I just hope, I just hope that that last hour that, that she wasn't suffering too much. Oh, fuck, man. This is, um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly can't believe I'm sitting here sharing this story. I'm going to miss her so much. I really, really, really am. I've had her since she was just a few weeks old. I've told this story once on the pod. Maybe I'll tell it in another episode, but I actually stole Keela from someone. <laughs> she was her and her little brother. Um, so her real name is Tranquila. And I had her and her brother, Tranquila and Tranquilo. They were in a really bad place. Um, a neighbor of mine when I was living in Costa Rica who really was neglecting them and leaving them without food and would leave the town and just leave them in locked in her yard, little babies, you know, with nothing. And they were covered in ticks and had their stomachs full of worms. And, and I just took them, <laughs> I stepped into her yard and I just took these puppies <laughs> from this terrible woman. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's the one, I don't know if you can call it a criminal act. I mean, she shouldn't have had any dogs. She was not, yeah, she was really abusing these animals. Um, but it's the one kind of criminal act that I've ever done that I'm really proud of that I stole. <laughs> I stole these two dogs. And uh, how old was I? I was like 19 <laughs> at the time. And um, yeah, a few months later... Uh, she stole the brother from me. So, tranquilo. 
I lost him. She took him to San Jose. Yeah, she kind of had known that I was the one who had taken the dogs. And if I hadn't, they wouldn't have made it. So I don't know. She was just a crazy, I was like a crazy person. Absolutely. And she took this dog. Um, no, she took both of them. No, I remember she took both of them and just left Kila at a bar. And someone called me and said, that girl that used to live next door to you walked into your house and took, took the dogs. I was like, what? And I ran. And then um, a friend of mine who was close went to that bar and found Keela hiding. She was like three months old then, hiding under a table. And Kilo, the little boy, we never saw again. And I heard a rumor that she had taken him to the Capitol. And we went there and went to her place of work. It was like a whole drama. I mean, I was 19, never found him. I like to believe, like I've always told myself that she dropped him at a shelter or something or that someone took care of him and he had a great life. Um, so I hope that's the case. But anyway, since then, it's been Keila and me, you know, like I've known Keila longer than I've known Dennis. If it wasn't for Keila and Kilo, Tranquila and Tranquilo, <laughs> if it wasn't for Keila, like I would have never, we would have never had any other dogs. Like she was my initiation to to dogs in my life. I had been allergic to dogs my whole childhood. I never could have had a dog growing up. And then Kila came my way and just burst my heart wide open. And if it wasn't for her, I, I don't know if we would have this little pack that we've been so blessed with for the past decade and a half. So in a way, she really is the initiation of everything. Like the beginning of the beginning. She really is the beginning of my love for animals. She, she is. And she's been with me through everything. And we know at the end of their lives, dogs pass. And I've talked about this on the podcast this year so many times. It's like when we, when we first meet our little fur babies, like we already know when they're puppies that there will be an end here. And we will have to face it because they don't live that long big heartache of of loving an animal of loving a dog is that they don't they don't get that much time here and we pretend like that's not the case you know we can't walk around thinking about that all the time because it's too painful but we always know that the end that comes and it feels far away like when i got her and she was that tiny little baby it felt really far away like no you know i was 19 living in a shack <laughs> didn't have shoes, walked barefoot everywhere. The only clothes I owned were like these kind of half broken hippie dresses. <laughs> I sold bracelets on the beach. You know, I worked at a bar and worked at a, was like hanging out at a dive shop all day, doing yoga, like meditating in the lifeguard towers. I was just living this complete <laughs> dirty hippie life. And it was me and Kila. She didn't even have a leash, you know, she just like was at my footsteps everywhere I went. And then, you know, we moved to Aruba and lived our lives there. And then we moved to Sweden and and she passed away one month and one day after I gave birth to Finn, right in the same place, right? Like she passed away two meters away from the exact spot where he was born. And we've had so much life and so much death in this house this year. And I, 
somehow I know it's it's all a blessing in different ways. I'm so glad and I feel so blessed that I had this time with her, that I had Keila in my life and Laika. And... Dogs just give us so, so much. I had to pause the podcast just for a second and this came in with Finn and now he's he's in my arms. And just holding him and looking at him right now, I feel so grateful. I feel so, 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 so grateful to have had so much life in my life. Yeah. Right, bud? I really do. I mean, what a blessing that is. What a blessing to to have loved so much. What a blessing to have been loved so much I'm just really heartbroken and really really grateful all at the same time um, so thank you for listening I'm sorry you've had to sit through so many tearful episodes of this podcast this year and my hope is that you know if or when you are navigating something similar that you feel a little bit less alone the way I feel less alone just sharing the story the sounds of this baby nursing he's he's a good reminder that there's a lot of beauty in the world also today Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoy the show, make sure you listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes of From the Heart with Rachel Brayton. This was a presentation of Cadence 13 Studio, and I'll see you next week.